Big Money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121, or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. I'm Jason Minnix. He's Joe Ryan Engel. Our AA Best Bail Bonds big game coverage continues from Radio Row in Los Angeles, brought to you in part by Texas Cheer Liquor, where you can find our next guest, Tequila. Here in Durant, Tequila, <laughs> Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer, the all-time leading rusher. What's happening, guys? How's everything with you, my man? Oh, everything is lovely. I can't complain, man. I don't have no, I have no stress this week. <laughs> I have no anxiety because I'm not playing in any games so it's all good for me all good well you know you walk around here you're like royalty man everybody uh, wants to everybody wants to say hello to Emmett. well i guess because i treat people right and uh have a good time when i'm out here and, and try to be respectful and enjoy the moment at the same time so i don't know if that earns me royalty rights whatever you want to call it but i enjoy myself <laughs> dude you got a gold jacket you all-time leader russia you're royalty you're royalty <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, those things don't hurt. <laughs> they don't hurt at all. And, and it works out well. Well, we got so many things to talk about. But, you know, over the last several weeks on the show, we, we've talked with uh, Michael. We've talked with Troy. We have mm-hmm. Moose on mm-hmm. every week. And I want your perspective on a lot of the conversation involving the Cowboys and that offense, the number one offense, but at times struggling to score points. Yes. Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> I didn't even ask a question. I just throw it out there. You yeah. know where I'm going. Yeah, I know exactly where you're going, but I'm going, uh, what's your question? Well, I, I mean, you, you look at it, well, a lot of times. It, 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 I'm is not it, even it, talking about it, what's your question. It, is it quarterback? Is it scheme? Is it, uh, you know, like. Fix it, Emmett. Yeah, Fix it. Yeah, okay. I mean. I, I mean right. First of all, I don't think it's quarterback. I don't think it's scheme. Okay. What I really believe is. It is the inconsistency, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it again. People don't understand um, how important it is to be consistent as an offensive unit Mm -hmm. and as an individual player. The overall totality of our team has shown inconsistency on the offensive side as well as the defensive side. What I mean by that is mistakes are made in the passing game, blocking. Mm-hmm. They're made in the play selection called play calling. That's on the coaches. Mm-hmm. And it's also made in the context of uh, penalties that our guys are, are, are getting, whether it's uh, false start penalties or holding penalties, things that plagues a series or a drive. And you can flip that over on the other side of the equation, on the defensive side, and see it the same way, too, mm-hmm. uh, where you got guys that are getting pass interference penalties, which is hard anyway. Uh, because the league is geared towards passing the ball, but we're not stopping the run, and we got guys jumping off sides. Mm-hmm. So all of those things right there in the game itself is, has nothing to do with coaches. has everything to do with individual players being focused and disciplined in terms of their profession and being pros about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they don't eliminate those things. It's one thing to start off in week one or week two and have some challenges like that, but by the time we get to week four, five, six, seven, and eight, and nine, and ten, a lot of those things should be eliminated. 
We never eliminated them. They they carried it throughout the whole entire season. And he won just off a of sheer talent alone. Period. Mm -hmm. Now, you take these things off the table, they'll win a lot more games. They'll be a lot more better. They'll, they'll be better. They'll be a lot more efficient. And the execution ability will be like a machine. Mm -hmm. And you see that in the Rams. You see that in the in the in the Bengals. You saw that in the Niners. We saw that in other teams. Tampa Bay was that way. Mm -hmm. And they they got better and better week in and week out. We kind of got good. We yep. put up fifty some hand and we dropped so badly. And we didn't eliminate the issues that we had in the red zone. So you must put the ball in the end zone. And that could be schemed around the red zone area. So there's a number of things that I believe that can get corrected and corrected fairly quickly, which we can find ourselves in the NFC Championship game next year. You know, Emmett, and, and, and again, talking with Michael and Troy and you and Daryl, you guys were so good, and that team was so good. It, it almost seems like it frustrates you guys to watch these guys right yeah, now. Yeah, because I see talent just like we had, but what I see is execution at a mediocre, mediocre way uh, on, on a consistent basis. Um, that's the thing that's killing and plaguing this team, those mistakes. And one thing that we – look at us. We didn't get a whole lot of penalties. Right. Mm -hmm. We didn't turn the ball over a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Troy didn't get sacked a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Maybe early on in 1990, 91, 92, <laughs> yeah, that, when we were yeah. building this thing, he got sacked quite a bit. But once we understood – what was going on, and we put everything in the play and the motion? No. He didn't get hit that often. He didn't get hit that often at all. We didn't turn the ball over that mm -hmm. often because Jimmy made it a point to protect the football. He made it a point to execute at all levels and all three phases of the game. So, Emmett, as you say that, Jimmy made it a point. Jimmy held you guys accountable. Yes. You as teammates held each other accountable. Yes. As a former player, a guy that's been there, do you think that accountability standard is held either from the coaches or players in the locker room? You tell me after all the things I just told you about the team. <laughs> Hell no. I shouldn't have to answer that question. I should not have to. That's my point. Yeah. That is my main point right there, period. And, you know, when I think about Mike Tomlin and his team, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're very disciplined and they are who they are. You don't have to second-guess that team because you know who they are. When I think about Jim Harbaugh and his team, not Jim, John, mm -hmm. John Harbaugh and his team, very disciplined, and they focus, they are who they are. When I look at uh, our Cowboys, I'm looking for who we going to be. Are we going to stay the same, or are we going to just take all of this talent and waste it over three or four or five-year time frame, assuming and expecting to do something Great, doing the same things over and over and over again. That's I, in, uh, yeah. I mean, I see. I can see. Uh, yeah, and I can see the frustration. It's frustrating as hell. Absolutely. I mean, you see great talent being wasted. You see time passing, and as Joe Avanzano used to say, it catches up to you when it catches up to you. Mm -hmm. in other words, if you don't eliminate the the little foxes in the vineyard, they're gonna eat up all the doggone grapes, and the grapes will be gone. Years will be gone. And you're going to find yourself starting over again. And fans are just going to get more and more and more frustrated with Jerry, with the team, and everything else. You know Jerry Jones. And, and I, you know, he's obviously getting up there in age and wants another Super Bowl. It, do you 
look at him with this situation, and, and you talked about a lot of things, including the coaches, where he would have a quick trigger on a, on a Mike McCarthy in that situation? I think any quick trigger that anyone has right now is an emotional trigger. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, we have the talent, and if he thinks that uh, Peyton or someone else can come in and not really mess up the apple cart and keep things flowing, then he'll make that decision. But, um, you know, we're not far. And and I'm tired of saying we're not far. And the problem (laughs) with me saying we're not far away is they have yet to figure out their own issues within the whole staff. I mean, period. You have staff members, uh, not necessarily staff members, but to jail as a staff, to create the yin and the yang between your offense and your defense and your special teams, they got to come together to eliminate – Poor timeout calls, mm-hmm. poor field position decisions, those kind of things. Players got to eliminate their own issues in terms of making their mistakes. Poor execution, getting beat, holding penalties, drop passes, uh, not running the right route, and things like that. Defensive players got to stop the pass interferences and jumping off sides. That's what players have to do. Coaches have to make sure that they eliminate those things. The, and right now, I don't think none of this is gelling together. Yeah. Everybody is doing their thing. The great Emmett Smith joining us here on the Blitz in Los Angeles on Radio Row. A lot of conversation this week about Zeke, or this week, this year, uh, about Zeke as he lost a step. Still a great blocker, but we didn't see the long runs this year. Well, when the man you, had a, a torn yeah. 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 <laughs> PCL or MCL, whatever he had. But, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, he, he's a man. He's not Superman. <laughs> I mean, he had a thousand yards, which is not that hard to do. But, 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 yeah. we, but we remember Emmitt Smith, yeah, who I, was Superman. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Superman retired. But if he was, right if he was, if he, if he was that hurt, should he have been out there, take a couple of weeks, let Pollard get some carries, get healthy? It's possible, but he was functional. Yeah, that's what NFL players do. We don't, we play hurt. And a lot of guys are playing hurt. You just don't know how hurt they really are. Uh, and they're doing the best they can what they have to work with. And so uh, Zeke is no different. And who else was you going to put back there? You think Tony Pollard was going to get back there and carry the ball 20 times? No, that's not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. I, I don't think his body will hold up that long. You may get excited because you see the second guy come in the game and make a big flash run here and a big flash run there. And, oh, yeah, that's who should be starting. <laughs> Get 20 of those. Again, yeah, yeah. If he had the ball 20 more times, think about how many carries and how many touches he'll have, how many yards he'll have. He could have rushed 200 yards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is such a emotional damn person thinking. And thinking about Thank their own you. fantasy football team. Hold on. Thank you. Because I say that a lot. Yeah. I, and people will call the show. Nah, man, Ben Zeke, go with Pollard. He ain't. He ain't that guy. He's not. He wasn't that guy in college either. You don't know what it's like to be the number one. Being the number one means that everybody on the opposing team and every coaching staff is preparing for the number one. Mm-hmm. They look at that tape right now, this off season, of every number one player that they got to go up against, and they're breaking it down, trying to study his strengths and his weaknesses. So when the season rolls around, the number one guy is already prepared for the The scheme is set up to stop the number one guy. So when your number two step in and he makes a big run, oh, you're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Until the number two guy becomes the number one guy, now they prepare for him. They're like, what happened? (laughs) Oh, he getting beat up. 
You cannot have it both ways. This is the problem with America. Everybody want to have it their way. This is not damn Burger King. <laughs> you cannot have it your way. You got to have it one way or the other. And you got to learn how to deal with these things. That's what makes athletes such great athletes because they have to go through the situation. They don't just quit in the middle of a situation or point to somebody else. They take on the responsibility and they do their jobs to the best of their ability. Unfortunately, you just not happy because your fantasy football team ain't winning <laughs> and you're not making money on the best that you bet on. Well, week in and week out, yeah. you were the guy that everybody was focused on. Yeah. But you still were successful. Because I was strategic about my, my business too. And I was determined to be successful. And I had a great supporting cast and, and, and so forth. Everything gelled together. But we were so good. Mm -hmm. We were so good. And my line was so good. My the coaching staff was solid. I mean, this is how solid our coaching staff was. I never forget. We were in. We had a Thursday practice, and we're running a two-minute drill. And Jimmy called a timeout in the middle of two-minute drill after I called a pass to get the first down. And I was debating with him whether he said no first down, no first down, because he was the referee. <clears throat> So I was debating with him. I was like, Coach, I got the first down. No first down. Get in the huddle. Get in the huddle. No first down. I said, Coach, I got the first down. No first down. No first down. Get in the huddle. So all of a sudden he said, timeout. He calls timeout. So I walk up to him. I said, Coach, I got the first down. He said, get your butt in the huddle. No first down. I was mad at him for days. <laughs> he comes up to me. He said, I see you're not speaking to me because I'll pass him in the hall and say nothing to him. <laughs> I said, so, so you're not going to speak to me? I was like, yeah, because why you front me like that in front of my teammates like that? He said, that wasn't for you. I want everybody to know if I can get on my best players, the rest of them don't have a chance. He said, what pissed me off, this was his statement, I had to call a timeout because I, the plays wasn't coming in in time enough. He was evaluating the coaches, ah. not the players. <laughs> So what I'm telling you is players and coaches all need to be evaluating their systems and their lines of communications so you don't have to call timeout when unnecessary timeouts and waste timeouts. He was a guy that never wanted to waste a timeout because they are very critical in the end of the game. So that's why I say coaches, players, everybody got to do their part. It's just not all on the players or all on the coaches or not all on Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones ain't got nothing to do with that. Right. <laughs> Nothing to do with that at all, period. So, and I'm going to give you another illustration. Please. Second one. We were playing San Francisco out in San, San, San Fran, 92, first one, first NFC championship game. Everybody know what the field was like, right? Mm -hmm. Jimmy goes out and walked the entire field. George Tumor laid down the sod and everything else. Jimmy walks the entire field. He comes back in. He tells North Turner, he said, listen. If you're going to run that comeback route to Michael Irvin, run it on this side of the field because he's going to have better footing. Okay. If you're going to run the toss sweep to Emmitt Smith, run it on this side so he can put his foot down on the ground and not slip. If you're doing it on the other side, they can slip, and the ball could be in the air, and they could be a turnover. All right. So, Norb, the game plan adjusted. Yep. Now, fast forward. Everybody remember this one. Last year, we played the Niners in Dallas. And and um, Wilson, Cedric Wilson is in the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. And the ball is thrown. 
And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> he can't see. Why? Mm-hmm. Why can't he see? Because the sun is dropping, and he's throwing the ball. Dak is throwing the ball to him. Dak can see him, but he can't see Dak. And the ball flies. They did not adjust the game plan according to the sunlight at the time. Wasted play. Yep, it was. And oh, wasted play, and wow. everybody like, what happened? <laughs> oh, he couldn't see. Oh, now you're just not figuring that out? Well, and again, Jason Garrett used to come on this show every week, and we talked about that. You know, Jerry didn't want to put up curtains to have a home field advantage, and Jason Garrett would say, we know what plays we could run in that situation. And when I saw that play, I was like, how does Mike McCarthy not, not know, know that, and how that, does that the going to be know. there? And, Ke- and he played there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Emma Smith, we, you we, need we, some tequila, man. We, 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 some shots that we get now, now you understand the frustration <laughs> uh-huh. as a player when we sit here and watch these things. All right. We know these things. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like saying, don't y'all know this? This is fundamental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is basic football. Dak might not even be thinking about it. But then, Dak, you don't need to be in the middle field because you know the ball. You, the balls should be thrown on the outside. Mm-hmm. Shadows, shadows. Yeah, yeah. So people can see. Right, let's, <laughs> what, y'all, let's, what, what y'all want from me? I mean, I, I mean Smith. I, I'm sitting here watching this and analyzing this just like you are, but I'm looking at it from a different lens. I, sure, because I, I have different information. Yeah, the folks out here making these decisions don't have the same information. They are making emotional decisions. Yeah. I'm looking at this and. That's not an emotional decision. That's a bad decision. I, I love the passion. <laughs> I do too. That man. is still there. Uh, we we got to calm down some. I can't. I, I think no. about about Sunday. At, uh, last year, you told us about the ribs <laughs> that that you like to do, and and everything goes down with your tequila, man. Because yeah, I think this this will take the edge off of some of that for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm right? gonna have to drink after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we have that effect on people, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have to calm down, and this is the best way for me to calm down right now. I need to get some. To just so I can sip on just yep. woo sigh, woo sigh. <laughs> no, but that's why frustration sits in. Yeah, but this you. tequila right here is going to help me. Hedadora Ultra and Yeho. You know, National Tequila Day is coming up on 2 22 How about that? All right. Yeah, so uh, did you make that? No, I didn't make that up. Yeah, Seriously? No, no. I mean, this is the way the stars have a line, bro. Uh, yeah, they have. Man. <laughs> and welcome to the 22 year. I want to put this on Look the camera that. so yeah. we can say, no, I'm not giving it to him. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It's a brand new bottle, so y'all crack it open whenever you get ready. Uh huh. But that is in your help. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is the good stuff. Yeah, that, oh, they call man. that Cristalino. Yeah. Cristalino right there, baby. Well, wow. Evan, we, we have a uh, competition here with our uh, radio group. Okay. Because every year, uh, for the last several, we have had uh, the 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 good fortune of you leaving a bottle of tequila with okay. us. And you know, one year Rob got it, one year I got it, one year Pat Green stole it. Last Pat Green stole it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, single Pat Green. Yeah, yes. yeah, that dude. Wave on, wave, wave on, wave on. Yeah, yeah. Because when you look at the photos, you're here. The tequila's there. Pat's there. There's tequila with Pat. Then all of a sudden, there's still pictures with Pat, and the tequila's now gone. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we got three new guys on our crew. We're trying to figure out who's going to end up with. The tequila, so you know, I'm just gonna play the vet move because Rudy's out, and we'll, we'll figure it out, man. The tequila is fantastic, you're fantastic. Thank you. I guys. know they're telling you to rap, but you could probably go on about the Cowboys for an man, hour. I'm done right now. That, 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 <laughs> I, got that. Out of me, I got that. That took a lot out of the, me right there. The there. great, I, mean, I didn't realize how much I'm like, what? what? Yeah. I did say all that. You know what? I am emotionally spent right now. I mean, my frustration is going out the roof now, dude. It's therapy, man. We all need. To just let it out sometimes, yeah, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. You're Anytime right, we can help. Y'all be good, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Take care, Thanks. bro. Appreciate yes. it.